Dennis Allen and the New Orleans Saints had a golden opportunity Thursday night to prove they belong. They had a chance to compete with NFC playoff caliber opponents. And time and time again, they came up short. And I think enough's enough. It's time to fire Dennis Allen. I've said it a million times. What's the problem? Say it one more time. Let's talk about it right here on the Straight Up Saints podcast. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast. What is up, Huda Nation? Welcome back inside another edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast on this Thursday night. As always, we're brought to you by Scott Fickner Injury Lawyers. You've been injured in any kind of accident, car, truck, 18-wheeler, or hurt offshore. Scott Fickner handles it all. You give him a call at 504-500-1111 for a free consultation. They'll always fight for the win. Now, the Saints did some fighting today, just like they do every game against a big caliber team, right? Play like crap at the beginning, make a nice comeback towards the end, and give you some false hope, and then come up short and it's the same formula every single time it's getting really frustrated so let's start off with the main culprit here that is responsible for this entire thing wearing the shirt courtesy of the 28 to 3 podcast guys so shout out to them for giving me this shirt and uh i retweeted the link earlier today so if you want one go get it from them they do some great stuff it's time i've said it a million times i'll say it one more time dennis allen's gotta get fired i don't know how many more games we have to watch where it's the same script for the saints it's stupidity on offense, ineptitude in the first half. The defense has shown outside of, you know, the, the Panthers and Bryce Young or the Giants and Tommy DeVito, this defense isn't good enough anymore. It's not. You played a, a really good caliber Rams offense today. And I said it coming into this game, find a way to take out one of their playmakers. All right, I guess Cooper Cup didn't play that well, but Puka Nakua went off in this game. Kyron Williams went off in this game. Matthew Stafford was dealing and... What's the point of, of, you know, doing decent work against Cooper Cup if Demarcus Robinson's also going to go off? It feels like it's counterproductive. So Dennis Allen's defense hasn't been good. Dennis Allen's play calling today was interesting. You know, whether it was the onside kick at the end, which I thought was just them waving the white flag and saying, we don't trust our defense, so let's try and get an onside kick back. Uh, the, the going forward on fourth and five from midfield, I'm, a, I'm okay with them being aggressive, but it felt like he was only going aggressive because the Rams were being aggressive early and setting the tone, and he tried to match it. And that was a big swing in this game. So for me, it's just not having your guys prepared. You know, when you're down at half the way you are, 17 to 7, when this thing escalates to 30 to 7, it's not a game anymore. It's not. Uh, and I know what's going to happen. Dennis Allen's going to come to the podium. He's going to talk about the Saints showing fight, the good things they did. And look, there were positives from this game. Uh, Chris Olave was excellent. Jawan Johnson finally stepped up. A.T. Perry had another grown man catch. Like, there's good things about this game. And I'm the most negative guy on Twitter, according to people. And you're probably right. But I can tell you there were some positives, but there's just so much negative and there's so many glaring weaknesses for this team that I just can't ignore it anymore. You know, and I always said for Dennis Allen, when his defense was balling, you almost cut him a little bit of leeway because it's like his side of the ball is doing his thing. The defense isn't good enough anymore. It's not. And I know that the players deserve credit for fighting until the final whistle. I get that. But at some point, why should I mention these comebacks if every single one results in a loss? Fought hard against the Jaguars after being down double digits, lost. Fought, fought hard against the Vikings after getting smoked in the first half, lost. Fought hard against the Lions after being down 21-0, lost. And then today, down 30-7, to sure, you make it 30-22. to Did it do anything at the end of the day? The game was over. So it, it's just a typical stuff for this Saints team. And it all starts with the head coach. And, and look, I'm, I'm going to be a realist here. I know, I know they're not going to fire Dennis Allen tomorrow. I know they're not, but they should. 
And they're not going to fire him, especially since they're they're still mathematically in this thing. I get it. They have two important division games coming up. I understand that. And I'm not going to be delusional and think he's going to get fired tomorrow. I'm going to wake up to an alert on my phone and be like, wow, this is the best fucking Friday I've had all of 2023. It's not going to happen. I'm not stupid. I mean, I am stupid, but I'm not an idiot. And I think for the Saints, though, it's about tonight just going into the file of how much more evidence do we need that we got to move on once this year's over? And I put this one in there and I say, yet again, chance to prove where you stand against a team that is not a scrub and you fall short. And you fall short every single time. And I tweeted it, and I'll say it again. Dennis Allen had a lot of nerve to come up there after the Giants game, being sassy, defending Derek Carr, doing this and that. You want to do that? Fine. Derek Carr sucked in the first half today. Your defense sucked today. Your offensive line wasn't good at moments. Go up there and puff out your chest now after your team got absolutely waxed for about 50 minutes of a primetime game. It's going to be the same bullshit with him. And it's, it's just such a lame story. And I'm tired of it. So you guys know where I stand. T-shirt clear for anyone that doesn't fire Dennis Allen. I would do it right now. I know the Saints won't, but that's where I stand. So I want to talk about his defense. You know, a lot of people think I'm just here to blame Derek Carr. And I think Derek Carr's got a lot of deficiencies. And I think Derek Carr, yet again today, was stat padding. And I'll get to the numbers to prove to it after. But it's not all about Derek Carr. This defense is a huge problem. If they're not facing Bryce Young or facing Tommy DeVito, or just facing a guy who's an absolute potato at quarterback, they don't got it. Like I said, Matthew Stafford, easy over 300 yards and two touchdowns, no turnover-worthy throws. Puka Nakua had whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. Absolutely. You would have thought the guy was at Burger King because he had it his way every single fucking play. And honestly, I'll buy a Puka Nakua jersey if he's the reason Dennis Allen gets fired in the next two weeks. I really would. That's how good he was today. So Saints had no answer for him. Kyron Williams had a strong performance, which doesn't surprise me. He's a real good emerging back, but over 100 yards on the ground from him. So any goodwill you built up last week, right? Shutting down Saquon, getting pressure on Tommy DeVito. Well, you didn't get pressure on Stafford. You let Kyron Williams go over 100. Puka Nakua had 160-plus yards, could have had even more. Uh, Cooper Cup, yeah. Was he great? No. But still got his 50. Demarcus Robinson at over 80 was nuts. Stafford was doing sidearm throw after sidearm throw, and, and it was just ridiculous. And I know that the Saints are injured right now, not having Marcus May, not having Lattimore. My bigger concern is the defensive line. They got pressure last week because the Giants' offensive line stinks. Let's not mix anything up. So you played against a Rams team that's a better opponent, that has been coached really well in the O-line, they're improving week to week, and you got nothing. And I hate saying this because I think he's one of the nicest dudes in the world. Cam Jordan's not good anymore. Like, period, and stop, not good anymore. And it's unfortunate because the dude is a Saints legend. I think he should be a Hall of Famer. But his time's up. And we can't even say his time's up because they gave him a contract extension. But you heard nothing from him. Pete Werner made a big play early. I gave him some props, and he had a costly PI like two plays later. Just where are you getting it? Paulson Debo, costly missed tackle on Pukunuku at the end of the game. Then Cam Jordan had the... the uh, Neutral zone infraction that essentially iced the game. Defensive mistakes everywhere. Alante Taylor finally got benched. And while I'm at it, before I get into the offense, while I'm at it with the Alante Taylor thing, I'm so aggravated because I do think Alante Taylor has been absolute crap this season. Like, absolute crap. But the Saints made the decision to take an outside cornerback and kick him inside, and he's not playing well. And now he's getting 
punished for the coach's decision. So they put Ugo Amadi in. Doesn't matter anyway, because Puka Nakua was just dominating whoever the fuck was on him, because it was just that type of game. But Alante Taylor pretty much got punished after he got moved from a position he was playing well at. And this is typical DA stuff, because Alante Taylor played really well last year when the Saints had no choice but to start him, because they had no Lattimore for a big stretch of the season. So it was a Debo, it was Alante Taylor. And Alante played really well at times. And he kicks to the inside. I said, you know what? Let's see how this works. I'll cut DA some slack immediately. But it didn't work. He's gotten bullied week after week. And now he's getting benched. So who knows? His confidence might be shot. It's, it's just typical ruining young players' confidence. They did the same thing with Trevor Penning. I'm not, say, I'm not saying you have to play Trevor Penning, by the way. I just think it's funny that DA can't wait to bench the younger dudes. And then you got some veterans who absolutely stink up the joint. And they could keep doing it. And that's just the way it goes. And speaking of stinking up the joint, I'm not saying Derek Carr was awful today. I think he's played far worse. But I think his stat line is going to be one of the most misleading stat lines in the NFL this weekend. If you played him in fantasy for some reason, good for you. I mean, you were probably banking on something like this, so I, shout out to you. But 300 yards, three touchdowns, and 27 to 30. Let me tell you why that 27 to 30 means nothing to me. The 27 of 30 means nothing to me because... Carr was 15 of 28 before garbage time. And when the Saints were down 30 to 7, I wrote that down in my notes. I said, now you're in garbage time. They're going to put up some offensive stats. Let me stop and put down where Carr is from an efficiency standpoint. Had the stupid interception. I don't know where he was throwing that ball. And he was 15 of 28. So, yes, he finished with 12 straight completions. The first drive was a bunch of dink and dunk throws because the defense was playing that soft coverage because you're preventing any of the big plays. Fine. Then you get the block punt. He takes the shot to A.T. Perry. I like that Derek Carr took the shot. I love that A.T. Perry came down with the football. Kudos to them. Let me be positive for a change right there. But he didn't put up numbers until the game was out of reach. That's the truth of the matter. And I'm not saying Derek Carr's the worst quarterback in the world. I'm not saying he was the reason they lost today. He wasn't the, he wasn't the main reason they lost today. This team flat out stunk across the board outside of maybe Chris Olave. But to not show up until garbage time, it's typical. And this is why everyone says he throws for these empty yards. They don't mean anything. No one cares if you throw for 300 plus yards if you start doing it after you're down 30 to 7. Who gives a shit? My feet are kicked up on the couch. I'm sitting there typing up my notes because I know what's going to happen. Because I've seen this movie before. He did it against the Jaguars, did it against the Lions, did it, uh, well, didn't do it against the Vikings because he couldn't get anywhere. And then Jameis did it. But it's the same script. And I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of it. And he was a little pissy again with his teammates today. I know it wasn't a huge, a huge blow up, but I saw that a little bit and I think it's just got to stop. It's got to stop. And I'm not naive. I know Derek Carr will be back next year, but fuck it, man. You got to get a different coach in there and try and figure something out. And by the way, shout out to Pete Carmichael. He finally figured out it's, it's, it's almost Christmas and the guy realized you could use play action pass to help out your team. So kudos to him. He's definitely getting fired. No matter what happens after this season's over, there's no doubt about that. But again, overall, guys, Dennis Allen, unprepared again, got massively outcoached by Sean McVay. The defense is just not good anymore. Forget about not elite. They're not good anymore. And then the offense, it's, you know, terrible in terms of winning the important downs. Had a chance down 10-7 towards the end of the half. You miss Olave, you throw behind him. And then the fourth down, there's no one close, but you have these long developing routes on fourth and five. I don't understand why. The route concepts on this team make no sense. So, yeah, a lot of bad, not a lot of good. 
Can't wait to see what you guys have to say. I'll get to that in just a minute. But before I do that, guys, I want to get a quick word from one of our sponsors, DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers an exclusive offer just for NBA fans. This week, new customers can bet just $5 and get $150 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, score an NBA League Pass subscription on us for the rest of the season. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code BOOT. New customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 plus score an NBA League Pass subscription on us. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code BOOT. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Once again, thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being part of the program. So we're going to get into the comments that you guys have. We'll start off with some super chats here. Got one from Ed. Thank you for the support. He says, I was expecting this. We haven't had three-game win streak in years. Pass up two field goals for punts. 95-yard touchdown drive. This team is wasting careers. Yeah, 95-yard touchdown drive for the Rams. Opening possession kind of set the tone. They won every important down. They were aggressive on fourth down to get the touchdown with Puka Nakua. Typical. And the Saints, I feel like, punt. And I'll probably have to get the stat. There's got to be numbers for this. And I could be off. It just feels like they punt inside enemy territory more than most teams. And I hate that. I'd rather you just go for it or find a way to make your third down a different call because you know it's four-down territory. But I guess that would be a little forward-thinking. Got a super chat from Cole Marky Marks. He says, Loomis is the problem. No hope until he's gone. I agree with you. I said it a couple weeks ago, and I feel like it's going to kind of hold true tomorrow. Nicky Loomis is going to do this nonsense like he did after the Lions game where you talk about the fight they showed and, you know, they a lot of heart and they're play here, play there. They're not a play here and a play there. They, they are so poorly coached. Short rest, coming off a two-game winning streak, and that's the performance? That's the performance? That tells me all I need to know. But I knew all I needed to know when they came out of the bye week and wet the bet against the Falcons. So it don't matter if it's short prep, extended week, a week off. No matter. Saints always look ill-prepared because of the coach. And you know what? It's almost deserved. Because the shit that they were talking after going 7-7 seven and seven, because they beat the terrible Panthers and the terrible Giants and then turned the, the team on the, against the fan base. All right, fine. Use the fan base as motivation. But if you're going to do that, win the fucking game. Don't make it 30-7 to in the fourth quarter and make everyone feel like they wasted their Thursday night, which, let's be real, we all did. It's tiring. But I do agree with you, man. I do think Loomis is a big part of the problem and the main problem because he's the guy that's responsible for all this. And he keeps saying the right guys are in the building. Spoiler alert, they're not. And he keeps talking about all the good things when no one wants to hear that anymore. The Saints are 7-8. and eight. And if the Saints don't win their next two games, they are going to finish under 500 again. And the only team with a weaker schedule than the Saints this season, the Atlanta Falcons. And it's by .04 in the strength of, in the strength of schedule category. So barely, barely do they, do they have the second worst schedule. They really have the worst schedule in terms of it's so easy, everything's made for them, and they can't capitalize. Got a super, another super chat from Ed says, move Cam inside, he can't rush from the outside. I don't disagree with you. He, can, he can't do anything on the outside anymore. And that's why they had success last week, by the way. A lot more snaps for Tano. Bond got his snaps. You basically made Cam Jordan get away from the field. 
and that helps them out. Another super chat from Ed. Ed, thank you for the support, man. Says at least uh, the Saints can't ruin my Christmas. I agree with you. And I, I that was the first thing I thought a couple weeks ago when I saw this on, being the Thursday night and it not getting flexed. I was like, kind of glad it didn't get flexed, you know, because I don't want to sit there on Christmas Eve getting annoyed about this shit. And I don't want to do it on Christmas. That's for damn sure. So I hope everyone gets to enjoy their Christmas Eve, gets to enjoy their Christmas day and not worry about this team. And unfortunately, everything we want for Christmas ain't going to happen because what we want is a new coach, new coordinator, new quarterback. None of that's happening. But yeah, Cooney 300 says, don't want to hear how we only lost by eight. That shit was garbage time. I can't even get mad no more. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you. It's, it's the same shit. I, I tweeted it felt like the Jaguars game. Felt like the Vikings game. Felt like the Lions game. Pick whichever one you want. Felt like all those. Eric says, man, DA is terrible. Cam Jordan does nothing. Car only plays good when the game is over. Agreed, agreed, and agreed. Nate says, DA is going to say, we showed some great signs of life there at the end. We have to just keep doing what we're doing. Probably. We'll probably do something like that. Mr. Gaming Wass says, hey, Chris, when Carr was doing a touchdown celebration with Shahid, do you think deserve that? Because that's just meaningless, to be honest. Um... I mean, look, they were down 10-7 to 7 when he did the touchdown dance. I don't have a problem with it. Good throw, good play design, perfect pocket. I'm cool with that. Look, guys, I'm going to dunk on Derek Carr when it's deserved. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I I mean, it was 10-7. Saints hit a big play that they needed to get back in the game. I, I'm cool with that. You know, if he did that when they were down 30-7, to 7, we got a different story. But I, I have no problem with that. Michael says, usage of Kamara is criminal. He wasn't in on any of our fourth down plays. Ridiculous. They use Alvin. Like Trav- uh, Travaris Cadet, check down here, check down there. Get him on a freaking Texas, on a Texas concept. Get him on the angle route. Get him on the wheel route. Get him in space. Give him some option routes. Put him out wide. Why are we using him like he's just generic fucking third down running back that you say, all right, block a little bit, then just leak out as a, as a you know, that safety valve. He's so much more than that. And in a year where like guys like Christian McCaffrey in the MVP race, and rightfully so, watch the way the 49ers run plays for CMC and design stuff for him. And then go watch what Pete Carmichael's doing with Alvin. It is just absolute coaching malpractice. And I'm tired of it. Wasting AK's prime, wasting it. And it's a shame because AK should be a guy that like three years ago, you're like, that's a, a, a surefire first bout Hall of Famer. And now you're like, nope, that's not going to happen. Just wasting him. Absolutely wasting him. Got a super chat from the Traders Playbook. Says the sad part, Loomis won't fire DA or bench Carr. <clears throat> well, I mean, look, the Carr part, I'm over like the whether or not they should bench him. I don't think benching him is going to solve anything at this point. I think it's, a, it's very important for the Saints that they're probably stuck with this contract for another year, that they probably just like ride it out and try to find some things that work with Derek Carr. Clearly play action pass game is something that he's thriving on. So shout out to that part. But the the... DA part is the infuriating aspect of it. And I still don't have confidence that he gets fired. I do think that they lose, if they lose the final two games of the year, he does get fired though. Cause you are not going to be able to sell seven and 10 saying, Hey, we're seven and seven. We win our last three in the playoffs. And if you squander that it's over. I actually think if they lose the bucks game, it's probably over. I think they lose the Tampa Bay game. He gets fired, but we shall see. But that one's probably the determining factor. I think they lose to Tampa Bay. It's, it's pretty much over. I don't think there's any way they win the division if they lose to Tampa Bay. I think it's a wrap. So that, that would be it. And that's where it goes into. I think that's what we kind of look to. Next Sunday, they're going to have extended rest. Not sure if it matters with the way this team is coached.
But yeah, as for the bench car, though, I don't know. I'm just kind of indifferent at this point. Thank you for the, the super chat, though, and the questions, though. I think you brought up some good stuff. Michael says that onside kick with four minutes left was stupid, had no benefit. Even if we stop them, they have the chance to pin us deep in our own territory. Yeah, pin him deep, attempt a deep field goal to put it up two possessions. I didn't get it. Uh, I think it was the ultimate sign of either he panicked or he said, man, my defense is not getting a stop here. And if that was the case, then what does that say about a defensive head coach who knows his defense can't get a stop? Mr. Game Wall says, Gail Benson is on some Stockholm Syndrome drugs right now if she doesn't fire the whole coaching staff. It's time, man. It is time. Kendrick says, I'm more disappointed in the ways or lack thereof how they try to establish a run from the jump. The most generic run plays you've ever seen in your life. Most generic run plays. Nothing exciting about this offense, really. Aaron says, I'm just glad we finally reached the point where we may fire a coaching staff. Playoffs were DA and Pete saving grace, and that's out the window now. It is most likely out the window. It's not dead in the coffin until next Sunday. They lose next Sunday. It's literally dead in the coffin. And then we could talk about it. We talk about that Falcons game. If players quit in that one, that'll be like the final kiss of death and he will get fired that Monday. So that'd be good. And that's why, like I keep telling people, there's a contingency of a contingency, a contingency, excuse me, in Saints Twitter where it's like, you're a bad fan if you root for them to lose, or you should be rooting for the playoffs, this and that. Look, if you root for the playoffs, I can't blame you. Playoffs are fun. I, I would have fun watching the Saints in the playoff game. Part of me is like, that would be cool. But they can't beat teams over 500. And when you play in the playoffs, you usually play teams over 500. What confidence would you have? And on the flip side, do you really want to watch this team anymore with this coaching staff? I mean, at least if they fire someone and, and get rid of DA and get rid of Pete, there's that slight glimmer of hope that you find the right guy. Colts founded in Shane Steichen. Texans founded in D'Amico Ryans. You have that, that glimmer of hope. Right now, there's no hope. It's just literally doom and gloom. And that's why I keep getting called negative on Twitter. And I get it. I'm a negative motherfucker. I get it. And I apologize. I really do. I want to I wanna be happy about this Saints team. But I'm not going to be happy until they fire this coach. And I, I do agree with you. I'm glad we're reaching this point. But it's crazy that they're like, there's still so many people like, oh, go for the playoffs, this and that. Like, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. Got a super chat from Aaron. Thank you for the support, Aaron. I really appreciate it, man. You're always bringing up some consistent, great stuff. I'm sure you got more in the chat. Can't wait to read it. But thank you for the support. Got another super chat from the Traders Playbook. Says, I will forever blame Sean Payton for quitting on us and putting us in this hell. He should have rebuilt this team instead of quitting on us. Yeah, I get it. Look, I'm not, I'm same way I'm not going to get mad at Saints fans who want to make the playoffs or Saints fans who want them to lose. I can't get mad at people who have sour grapes over, over Sean. Because... If you stick Sean on this team, this team is going 10 and 7 minimum. Minimum. But shit happens. Uh, you know, people go their own ways. People get tired. They want a new challenge. You know, I'm grateful for the Super Bowl. Would have been grateful if they were even more grateful if they won the second one that they had a chance at that, that 2018 season. Didn't happen. I, I, I look, I'm, I'm not happy he left, but I'm not blaming him for all this. What I blame the Saints for is trying to cling onto his culture rather than just starting new. And that's what the, the real problem was for this team. And I get it. They tried last year, but they ran it back completely this year. And it's just the same old crap, you know? Cooler Beat says, this team is terrible. It's the same thing every single week like clockwork. There is no reason DA should be a head coach, and this front office needs to wake up. Well said. Chung says, I wish we got blown out like the Chargers, but you take the losses any way you can. Yeah, I thought about that too. I was like, Brandon Staley got fired last Thursday. Does DA get fired this Thursday? What a sequence that would be, right? If you're a coach and you have a Thursday game, you're like, holy shit, this might be my last game as a coach. Fishing with Jeremy Show says Dennis Allen's got to go. 
don't know if that's even straight. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Fire Dennis Allen. Fred says, for fuck's sake, even my wife knew when Bowden is on the field, a run is coming. It's predictable as us running the ball in second and 10 after an incompletion. Same old shit, man. Forgive says, kicking an onside kick with four minutes is nasty work. It is. Kendrick says, I'm waiting for the podium with DA. Yeah, let me know what, uh, let me know what he says, guys. Fishing with Jeremy says, I don't know what more he can do until they fire him. End the season. That is it, man. End the season. That's that's how you get to that point. Other than that, it's going to be the same old crap. Realm Feed says, nice t-shirt, baby. Thank you. I appreciate it. Space African Jesus says, you know what? At least that onside kick made the game end sooner so we wouldn't get another Jaguars-esque ending. I like the way you think. Mr. Game and Watch says, great shirt, Chris. Keep it, keep wearing it every show till he's fired. I, I'll do it after every loss. I, I can in good faith that the Saints win next week, wear this shirt, because then I come off as a jackass with an agenda. And I am a jackass, but I swear I really don't have an agenda. I just want, actually I do. My agenda is for the Saints to be good. And I think to get there, they got to fire DA. I have no personal beef with DA. He's probably a chill dude. You know? Sucks as a head coach, but he's probably a chill dude. But you know, I, I don't know if I'd wear it if they win. If they lose next week, I'll wear it again. I'll just have to wash it after this because I'm going to sweat my balls off after ranting for an hour about this team. Nola Gang 9 says this was embarrassing. Sure it was. Jordan says, sadly, we made a one-score game not enough to fire the coaches. Real, uh, Realm Feed says, I wonder what dumbass has to say after uh, say post-game. I can't wait. It's probably some bullshit. You know what? I'll take a peek. I'll take a peek. I said I wasn't going to do it. I said I'd wait, but I'm sure he said something dumb after this. I, I just don't know what it would be. Usually, Cat Terrell has some good stuff from DA immediately. Nothing yet. So if anyone sees any comments, you drop them in, and I guess we'll, get, we'll go there. John says, losing was for the best. Winning those last two games with Dennis only hurt us long-term, so if we want a QB prospect, the offer to just get to, uh, to, get to the table is three first-round picks. Yeah, look, I agree. Look, this is going to be an important weekend for the Saints in terms of the Tankathon draft order over here. So they're locked in at 13. Okay, locked in at 13. Now, if Atlanta... Green Bay or Vegas wins, that could bump the Saints up the order. If Vegas or Green Bay wins this weekend, that would move the Saints up a spot. It would move them up two if those two teams end up uh, winning. So we'll see how it goes. I can't see the Saints getting any higher than like maybe eight or nine this year, but eight or nine would be a great spot if they were able to get there. I don't think they will, but it'd be a great spot. Realm Feed says, I wonder what DA's dumbass has to say post game. You are not alone. Paul says, DA needs to be fired at the, end, at the season end. 0-3 on, uh, on fourth down, cost the Saints the game. Among other things, cost them. But yeah, just not winning the crucial downs, right? Third down, fourth down, Rams would win those. Saints, not so much. Hobbs C735 says there's so much talent on this team, but DA is just a terrible head coach. I agree. JT Rogers says they won't do it until the season's over. Still might not do it. They definitely won't do it until the season's over. And I do agree. I'm not 100% certain they'll fire him after the season. Would you say the defense wasn't prepared for this game? I would I would say the coaching staff didn't have the uh, the team prepared. I'd go that far. They didn't look prepared. Did you think they looked prepared? I didn't think they looked prepared. First drive was really good offensively. Then the Rams went down the field, 95 yards scored. Then the Saints offense went back to crap. Found some good things towards the end of the uh, first half. But, you know, that fourth down that you whiff on, that changes the game. Because you could tie it up or make it uh, keep it 10-7. Instead, you... you Fail the, the, the fourth down, 
Turnover on downs. Rams get it. They get a touchdown. Instead of being only down 10-7 or even tied 10-10, you're down 17-7. That effectively ends the game. Tired of saying the same thing every week. This team hasn't improved any aspect. To the Derek Carr Warriors, this play hasn't improved. I'm not going out of my way to praise his one decent play out of 15. That's fair. Definitely fair. Red Joseph says, wish Taylor Swift was dating a Saints player. One tweet, and he'd be dialing unemployment. <laughs> that that would be fun. Would give us some type of uh, entertainment. That's for sure. Trav says, I didn't feel good about this game, but I thought we'd had a chance. I said the Saints would lose a one-possession game. 20 to 17, 24 to 17, something like that. Now, technically, they did lose a one possession game, but I'm not. 30 to 22 is not what I saw in my eyes. I saw a team get his ass kicked and then started playing better towards the end, you know? Ed says, secondary finally looked bad without Lattimore. Taylor got cooked. Yeah, he did. Margaret says, where can I buy that shirt? So the 28 to 3 podcast guys send it to me. Um, I retweeted one of their tweets earlier today. They said, perfect stocking stuffer. And there was a, the link to this shirt. So if you guys can go to my Twitter, at Rose Vogel Report, go a couple tweets down. It's not too many. Maybe it is. I do tweet a lot. But it shouldn't be too many. And go there, and you should be able to find the link to this shirt. Great guys to support, too. Um, and look, it's for, it's for a good cause. Firing an absolute dumbass. We're too old on defense. No leader or playmaker at the QB position. We use Alvin like he's marking him in 2022. Coaching sucks. I want this nightmare to be over. As do I. Got a super chat from Logan. Thank you for the support, Logan. He says, you should start the cast after the press conference. It works both ways. I, I think to your point, Logan, I do agree with that. Like there are things I missed. Like, so last week I was, I gave the Saints credit because they played really well against the Giants. And then I heard DA's comments about like puffing his chest about Derek Carr and the fan base and this and that. And I'm like, you know, I wish I still was live while he was saying this shit. So there is that downside to, to doing it now. The plus side is, I feel like you got everyone eager to talk and get their feelings out because the game just happened and it's fresh. So that's why I do it right after the game. But I do agree with you. There is definitely upside to doing it after the press conference. Let's see what we got next. Nate says, we're in purgatory. Not good enough to make the playoffs. Not bad enough to get a top pick. No identity. Feels like no more culture. Pure purgatory. Yep. Jack says, starting to go fund me to hire a hitman after DA because I'm confident Gale will keep him another year. And we need him gone. That's like this, you know, it's only the second time, but it, but twice is a lot that someone in this chat this season has joked about getting a hitman on DA. Just uh, quite bad, you know? Rose 88 says, got to remind myself this is what this team is. Incredibly mediocre, unable to beat anyone that is even slightly decent. It's just disgusting to watch because I know nothing's going to be done about it. Fingers crossed something is. Look, I'm not going to tell you guys what to do. I think, you got, if you want to root for the Saints, say they're going to make the playoffs, say they're going to win the Super Bowl, say they're going to suck, say they're going to lose every game, whatever you want, do whatever you want. But the best thing for them is to lose. Objectively speaking, the best thing for them is to lose to the Bucs, lose to the Falcons, and they sit there at the table that Sunday night after week 18 and go, we can't bring these dudes back. Because I agree with you, there is that helpless feeling of, man, they're not going to do shit. Even though they should, they're not going to. Red Joseph says, I have a very mixed feeling on Gales, Pelicans, and Saints ownership. But I hope she realizes where the fans are and turns these franchises around. All I could say is fingers crossed. Paul says that we're feeling good after beating up on two bad teams. The Saints are who we thought they were. I know, right? Like, I, I tweeted it. I can't call the Saints fraudulent. I can call their defense fraudulent. Their defense is fraudulent. I can't call the Saints team fraudulent, though. Because this is who they are. Crap team. Sure, they'll beat the crap out of them. 
and then someone comes up to them that's their own size, maybe a little bit taller, and they get absolutely punked. Jack says, shout out to Chris Olave for 123 yards tonight and getting me 23 points in the fantasy football playoffs. Well, kudos to you. I had the worst scenario here. I'm going up against Chris Olave in a full PPR league in one of the leagues that I'm in, in the semis. And I got to deal with my team getting that while my actual team in reality getting absolutely destroyed by the Rams. Just a bad night. Just a bad night. Got a super chat from Thomas here. Thomas, thank you for the support, man. He says, why do the Saints act like they didn't have three other quarters that was played and want us to only focus on the fake comeback? I just think that's the way they want to spin it. Positivity, positivity, and a little bit more positivity. That's what they want to do. They want to talk about the bad with the defense coming out flat, the failed fourth down conversion, the Derek Carr interception, the fact that the defense didn't realize that Puka Nakua was a damn good wide receiver, the inability to stop the run, Lou Headley being a terrible punter. What, what else do you guys want me to list at this point? Like, there's so many things. They don't want to talk about that. That's just the way this team operates. They are in a bubble with the way that they protect themselves. And I'm tired of it. I'm very tired of it. And look, man, here's the reality. We are at a point with Dennis Allen where if he doubled the amount of wins as a head coach, he'd still be under 500. Do you know how bad that is? Take anything you do in life, double it. It shouldn't be less than your biggest failure. It shouldn't be. He's 22 and 46. This man would have to win 24 in a row and he'd still be at 500. That's where he'd be. Fucking insane, man. It's insane. And this is why, and I'm not trying to make it all, I'm not, I'm not trying to go down the road of making it all, you know, black and white. But this is why people get frustrated because Brian Flores can go over 500 back-to-back years and get fired by the Dolphins. And look, Dolphins got the right guy on Mike McDaniel. But Brian Flores was over 500 back-to-back years. Dennis Allen can't go over 500 with the easiest schedule in the world. And he gets year after year after year. It's infuriating, you know? Jack says, Jimmy Graham scored twice last week, yet I don't think I saw him play more than three snaps tonight. Makes sense. Yeah, Jimmy Graham was nowhere to be found. Taysom Hill was nowhere to be found. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. Jack says, Jared Verse would be nice at the defensive line because I doubt the Saints draft Jaden, sadly. They can use pass rushing help. They really could. And get away from the typical prototypes. You know, the, the Marcus Davenport, Peyton Turners, never see the field type of guys? Get away from them. Nate says, I honestly wouldn't understand if Kamara demanded a trade. We certainly haven't been utilizing him right the last few years. I agree. Jay Rambo says, DA is killing this team with every decision he's made. For sure. Johan says, Olave drop changed the whole game. Olave drop hurt, but it's also a bad throw. Like, yes, because I think Olave is a wide receiver, one caliber player, and really good. Yeah, you expect him to come down with the ball. It was also behind him. He's like going back here while trying to run in stride. It's tough. I'm not, And again, I'm not trying to make excuses. I think Olave's got to be better and Carr's got to be better on that play. But the bad throw is what leads to the drop. It, it was a killer though. There's no doubt about it. That play really changed momentum. Trav 504 says, glad I drunk watched this shit. I'm glad I went to the movies before this game. Enjoy myself a little bit and then go home and watch this absolute shit show. You know? God, this was awful. Absolutely awful. Not saying I want Jameis, but the fact that he was benched for everything that's going on with Carr, but he has all-time job security, is hilarious. Fair enough. Margaret says, where was Jimmy Graham tonight with those third downs? On the bench. Because this team's so freaking stupid. 
I'm sorry, not the team. The coaching staff is so stupid. The only coach that's like pulling his weight right now, probably Rizzy, because that special team's pump block was damn good. Kind of overload left over there and making it happen. Logan says no AK screens. Oh, they did him when they were down 30 to 7, you know? Trav 504 says at least Dennis Allen can nap on the flight back. Fucking walk back. Jack says, I wish uh, Jeff Bezos had stepped in and forced the Saints to put Jamison at least to make it more entertaining. Oh, man. Zeke says these uh, four fake comebacks this season will be what keeps DA's job. Got to be one of, if not the most frustrating things this season. Would have rather just gotten blown out. The Saints are incapable of letting that happen. Every time, every time, you're like, man, Saints are going to get blown out finally. They look like they've quit. These motherfuckers, they fight back, and I commend them. I commend them, okay? But God damn it, you're letting the schmuck on the sideline get another week because of it. Derek says Drew should have left, uh, out, the, uh, should have left out the booth with Gale early. Have the Saints ever won a game that Drew spectated? And I'm not knocking Drew. He's not the reason they're losing these games. This poor guy, every time he goes to the Saints game, they usually either get demolished or they just flat out lose. And, and I, this is not a lie. Every time he's there, they lose. Logan says, I can understand waiting until the end of the season to fire head coach, but there is no reason Pete Carmichael is still the offense coordinator. Yeah, I mean, I thought after the Jags game, that's when you should have pulled the plug. They said no, they kept him. My worry is, did they keep Pete the whole year? So after this season's over, the Saints go, we're making changes. We're getting a new OC. We're keeping Dennis Allen, but we're going to give him a new coordinator. Who the fuck wants to work with Dennis Allen? That would be my first question. Second thing is, Let's not act like Pete's the main reason that they're losing. Because honestly, sometimes Pete actually does some good things. Not all the time. Most of the time, no. But you can't sell people on just a new play caller. You got to just start clean. Alex says, Saints were aggressive all game, but do you agree with the onside kick? It put the Rams at the Saints 44 and pretty much gave them no chance. I don't. I thought it was stupid. You got four minutes left. Your defense is supposed to be good. Pin him back. Just pin him back and let that happen. Because the odds of you getting the onside kick in today's league with these rules it's so tough so even if you don't get it and you get the stop you're either gonna get pinned back or they can attempt a long field goal whatever it may be neither one of those things are winning situations if you kick the ball through the end zone they take it at the 25 you force a three and out all right maybe get the ball at like the 30 at your own 30 and you got a shot you at least have a, a shot there with about two minutes left to make something happen but of course it wasn't meant to be Just call me. Trey says, DA didn't kick the field goal on our first drive, and it results to Rams touchdown. Went for it on th uh, three fourth downs, and we're all missed. Did an onside kick down eight with 3.53 left and didn't give the defense a chance. Yeah, I agree. That's a big problem for me. When you do that, you're really not giving them a chance. You're not. And maybe they didn't deserve it because this defense played like crap. But that definitely was frustrating. No doubt about it. And, and I, I feel the same way. It did feel like that was the game. Brenton says, highlight of the night, Williams running back for the Rams, sisters showing out on TV. Ooh-wee. I must have missed that. Uh, I don't know if you're alone in this boat here or there's someone else. But maybe, is this supposed to be like a simp type of thing? I don't know. I don't know. Brenton, you're going to have to clarify for me on this one. Get back to me. Ted says, they just got to play better. Well, that's what DA is going to say. That's for fucking sure. RG Scott 3X says, this team is a comedy routine. I'm not laughing anymore. I know I have a smile on my face because I'm a doofus. I'm not laughing anymore. I am tired of this nonsense, man. Tired of it. 
DA said that motion was just eye candy, so why can't his defense stop plays that have motion? His defense, he's not good anymore. Slow in the front four. They banged up in the back end, so I will kind of give them that. And finally, you saw the 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 absence of Lattimore loom large. This is a type of game where you stick Lattimore on Puka Nakua, hopefully, and you hope that he could do damage. Didn't happen. Chung says we need to draft Jaden Daniels or we are cooked. They're cooked as long as they have this staff, though. Paul says, even the easiest schedule in the league didn't help fire Dennis Allen's ass tonight. Horace says, don't say that all y'all thought they was going to do something. I never thought they was going to win. Everyone was on their balls last week. Not me. I knew they was trash. Trash. Guess what? They are. Yeah, look. look, And I said it, and I'll say it again. Um, I gave them credit because they played well against the Giants. But my immediate comment was, and I clipped it, and I put it on Twitter. I said, if you want people to start believing, you want to change the narrative, you got to beat the Rams. Because you lose to the Rams, the, the goodwill that you may have you know, built of beating the Panthers, beating the Giants, it evaporates in a second, and then you just get called frauds. You get called, you know, I guess a tomato can crusher, and then you become the actual tomato can when you play a good team like the Rams, and that's what it is. And think of where we're at right now as a franchise, right, for the Saints, where the Rams are not some juggernaut-type juggernaut team, right? This is not the, the Super Bowl contending Rams from like three years ago. This is not the Super Bowl favorites this year. And you look like you're in a different weight class compared to them. So imagine if you play like a 49ers or a Ravens or even Dallas, right? Because everyone keeps going, oh, I want the Saints to play Dallas. Do you? Do you want to play Dallas? You know, I know Dallas is fraudulent, but God, they'd probably wipe their, the, 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 their ass with the Saints at this point, man. So I don't know. I really don't know. Paul says Cam is washed with a two-year contract extension. I agree. Aaron says, Chris, where can I buy that shirt? Swear to God, I'll wear it to the Falcons game. So it's 28 to 3 podcast. Their Twitter account is at 28TO3 podcast. And if you go to one of their most recent tweet, and if you go to their link tweet, or their pin tweet, excuse me, it's the shirt. So you guys can get it from them. 28 to 3 podcast. Melo says, we don't have any signature wins this year. I guess the Colts won. But guess what? The Colts were not playing as well then as they're playing now. Because I think since that Saints game, they're 5-1. and one. So they're playing better football now. And they have, they lost their QB1. Jonathan Taylor missed time. Uh, Michael Pittman got his head taken off last Saturday. And they just keep on winning. Derek says, stale, slow, passive, and no emotion as a whole during this game. Brenton says, we're loyal to a fault. Looks at record. <laughs> Ed says, can't lie, I sat Lamar in fantasy because they played the Niners and they started a car. I was high, but it paid off. What a fucking move. What a move. Garbage time for the win in the fantasy playoffs, man. Nathan says, bring Jaden Daniels in no matter what. Montog says, it's time for DA to go. I agree. Justin Foreman says, no question, just prepare yourself for management to bring Dennis Allen back next season, regardless of how these last two games turn out. I think so too. Johan says, I think the Bucs this week with no uh win this week with no Trevor Lawrence. I'm gonna be honest, I think the Bucs can win regardless of Trevor Lawrence plays. And I know this is a Saints podcast, but my take this season has been there's no quarterback more overrated than Trevor Lawrence. And it doesn't mean Trevor Lawrence is not good. So before someone says, Jesus Christ, what did you just say? I think Trevor Lawrence is a good quarterback. I think Trevor Lawrence is overrated though, because we all thought Trevor Lawrence could be the next coming of Jesus Christ over here. And while he does have the beautiful hair. The man is a turnover machine. He has the most turnover since entering the league out of any quarterback in the NFL. I think it's 55. 
And you saw it last week. All the big games this year, whether it's against the Chiefs, whether it's against the Ravens, whether it's against the Browns, whether it's against the Bengals, he hasn't stepped up to the degree that you expect from the Niners. They got, you know, absolutely stomped out. You know, so I think the Bucs can win regardless of whether or not Trevor Lawrence plays. Mo says, what's sad about all this is Gail Benson's actually taking football advice from this very people she needs to fire. I want to see you in tomorrow and tell, you, tell your boss to fire you. Guess it is sad. Brenton says, I don't root for mid. I'm only here for the reality of the situation. I feel that. Montauk says, DA and Carmichael are probably going to be allowed to step down and slither over to the Broncos like the snakes they are. Maybe that'll happen. Maybe it will. Zeke says, if DA does get fired, still a big if in my opinion, who do you think the Saints will hire as the next head coach? I want Ben Johnson, but I don't think we will get him. So Ben Johnson would be on my list for sure. I know people don't want a defensive head coach, right? But this is what I would say real quick. I want someone who's going to establish a culture. Maybe that is Brian Flores. Maybe that's a Jim Caldwell. You know, maybe it's someone like that. Wouldn't mind going that route. Obviously, the guy that sticks out, and I know that people are like iffy on him because he is kind of lame sometimes, is a Jim Harbaugh. And the reason I say that is Jim Harbaugh just wins wherever the hell he goes. So someone like that, anyone that can establish a culture is worth you know going for. If the Steelers get rid of Mike Tomlin, I think Mike Tomlin is overrated to some degree. I think he needs a reset. New Orleans would be a really good landing spot for him. You know, just someone who can really build a culture here and get them right on get them on the right track and build their own vision. I prefer someone younger. Uh, Bobby Slowick would be a guy I would mention from the Texans, their offensive coordinator. That'd be a mind that I'd be interested in. So we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll get into coordinators and, and candidates as we get closer. But yeah, Brian Flores, Ben Johnson, uh, Bobby Slowick, those are probably guys that I look at. Montauk says we can't hire Belichick because he because he might be getting fired or traded. We'll see. Yota says make Toad head coach. I guess you're referring to Toad right here. Uh, do a better job than Dennis Allen, that's for sure. But yeah, no no Toad as head coach. Ed says Peyton went nine and eight with no QB and a COVID ravaged team. We would get this team twelve wins. I agree. I agree. I, I look. I, I I say this all the time, man. We we could all dunk on Sean Payton, this and that, left this, you know, whatever. He would do better with this team than Dennis Allen. We all know that, man. And it sucks that he left. It is what it is. That door's closed. But it is frustrating to some degree. Fishing with Jeremy show says honestly knew he wasn't winning this game. I blame Sean for picking Dennis Allen for this job. That is fair. That's fair to blame Sean because Sean like pretty much said, hey, you can hire DA like he's the guy. He's next. So they don't hire the enemy. They don't hire Doug Peterson. That was a whiff. And they go for DA. And obviously that's been a horrible, horrible mistake. The Traders Playbook says, why does Loomis insult our intelligence and keep selling us on DA? I don't know. Insult our intelligence. Calls the fan base poor because, you know, the, the economy is the reason people aren't going to the games. Not the fact that the team sucks fucking dog shit. I was going to say dick, but this team sucks, okay? And that is why we're not going to the game. That's, the, that's why people aren't going to the games. You know? That's the truth of the matter. But this guy says it's the freaking economy. Dude, the economy's tough for everyone. We get that. But that's not why. If the Saints were good, people would be going to football games. We want to watch a winner. And this guy's out here saying that people aren't going to the games because they're, because they're poor, pretty much. That's what he's saying, without saying it. Montauk says, let's see Payton get to De uh, Denver to 9-8 because he ain't setting the uh, world on fire right now. He's not, but considering they're 1-5 and, and now they're 500, Pretty damn good. 
Aaron says, I got beef with him. What, uh, Chris, what's his overall record? If we're talking about DA, his overall record's 22 and 46. Zilla says, next two weeks can't go by quick enough. I agree. Japanese Hercules says, running it on third and long and not even trying for a field goal by halftime are the two worst things I've seen from the Saints. Montauk says, Derek Carr trying to get DA fired again. DA's trying to get DA fired. Sitting there, you know, bringing him in and, and, and them going for that contract, you know? See, a lot of that, like Raiders fans get in my mentions, which, by the way, if you're a Raiders fan and you're that interested in Derek Carr, please just take him back. Take him back. Free of charge. Take Free of charge. I'll pay you to take him back. Stop coming to my mentions, these Raiders fans. It's freaking ridiculous. But anyway, a lot of them go, oh, Derek Carr is going to get Dennis Allen fired again. Dennis Allen's not responsible for Dennis Allen? Like, Derek Carr's the reason Dennis Allen's getting fired? I mean, maybe this year he'll be a reason. But the reality is DA just sucks as a coach. Zeke says, arguably DA's worst coach game of the season. I think that's a fair argument. Johan says, I think the NFC South title is over. Bucks probably win this week without Trevor, and they'll win against the Panthers in the last week. Probably. Nathan says, you think the Saints make the playoffs? I do not think so, Nathan. I don't. Aaron says, after every win, DA says, it's hard to win in this league. No shit. Act like you've been there before and give them more hope and tell them they're good. Well, it is hard to win when you're him. That's a terrible coach. Zeke says, DA standing for dumbass, genius. Can't believe it took me so long to discover this. Yeah, I know some people call him dipshit Dennis, but the dumbass goes to, you know? Ed says, wish MT was on Twitter tonight. Oh, that thing would be, the chopper would be singing right now. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Jerry G says, I'm feeling good, not letting this pathetic loss ruin my night and my weekend. I love that mentality, Jerry. Deadass, I love that mentality. Good for you. I hope you enjoy your Christmas Eve, your Christmas Day, your New Year, all that. That goes to everyone, by the way. Do not let Dennis Allen ruin what should be a fun weekend for a lot of people. Please, 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 please do not let him ruin it. Zeke says, AT's emergence has made MT expendable. It's sad, but like, it's also a good thing. You know, AT Perry keeps making grown man catches. I love to see it. And I'll miss Michael Thomas, but I think he could go somewhere and thrive. Maybe like the Chiefs, they could use a, a reliable catcher because Kadarius Tony ain't it. And AT Perry's, I mean, I like to see that growth from a younger player like him. And I'm definitely thinking that's one of the positives. Casey says, funniest part is they won't trade up for a quarterback, but they would love to trade up for an unproven defensive end and offensive lineman. Pathetic organization. Yep. Jason says, why are we punting from the opponent's 38? I know Groupie has missed some kicks, but that's a 55-yard kick. If you don't have faith in him for that on the first drive, get a high school kicker. I agree. Also, remember, you're indoors, too. I mean, what are we doing? Zeke says, only positive from tonight. Chris Olave hit 1K yards. Olave was cooking. Absolutely cooking tonight. Aaron says, how close are we to Gale selling? I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Uh, we'll see. I would guess the answer is probably not close, but things could change. Uh, Casey says, Jared versus Stud. I know for sure that he's going to be up there on a lot of mock drafts. He's probably mocked to the Saints in a lot of things, and I get it. Ernest says, dude, as a Falcons fan, why can't y'all put us out of our misery, shake him ahead? We're going to ask you the same damn thing in about two weeks from now. It's going to be the misery bowl between those two teams. Zeke says, Jared versus Dallas Turner, pretty please. I would be cool with either. They need pass rush help, man. Trader's Playbook says Olave needs to hit the gym and get his weight up. Zeke says Saints won week one versus Titans. Drew is at that game. I believe that's the only game they won with him spectating. Good call. Good call. 
But yeah, outside of that, they usually just get mollywopped by, by whoever they play, you know? Zilla says Pete ain't half as bad as DA. I guess. I mean, they both stink, but I guess. Zeke says, who's the worst head coach? Dennis Allen or Arthur Smith? Dennis Allen. But that's just my opinion. I think Dennis Allen's worse. But not by not by much. I think Arthur Smith sucks too. You know what? Put them both in the same category. Horrible coaches. DA Saints are 1-13 against teams over 500. It might be more actually. I think the, the Colts would be a win too. I know last year they beat the Eagles, but that was without Jalen Hurts. If Jalen Hurts played, they would have got destroyed. But yeah, not, not a lot of promising wins. Melo says everyone beats the Giants more, th- more than most. Carl says, when will this nightmare be over? Hopefully in two weeks, man. Trader Playbook says, Jaden Daniels with, uh, with DA will ruin uh, the kid's career. Probably. I, I don't disagree with you there. Melo says, Saints will keep DA and use Pete as the scapegoat. Probably. I hope not. I'll cry if that happens. Chung says, we need to hire Tampa Bay's OC. Yeah, what is it, Dave Canales? I, I don't remember if that's how you pronounce his last name. What he's done with Baker Mayfield is exceptional. He'll be on a list for a lot of teams. So, did really good work with the Seahawks, with Geno Smith. Goes over to the Bucks. Now Baker's thriving. So, yeah, that would be a guy that, uh, that I'd be interested in for the Saints. Don says, why is DA so bad? I don't know, man. I don't know. Wish I could answer that. He is bad, though. Don says, hire Eric Bieniemy. Kari Kari Kai says we should have hired EB from the start. No one says we want the enemy. The enemy plus Jalen Daniels. Zeke says Saints really hired a perennial loser over a Super Bowl winning head coach. I'm sick to my stomach. It it, it is the situation they're in. Don says, do we need to get younger on the old line? Just better, period. They tried to get younger, right? Ruiz, McCoy, Penning, Landon Young. They've tried to get younger. It's just a matter of whether or not these guys play good, you know? Jerry G says, Chris, this loss will not kill my vibe. Good. I don't want your vibe to be killed, Jerry. Trav 504 says, I'm surprised Derek Carr didn't mysteriously mysteriously get injured. When he threw the pick, he started grabbing his arm a little bit. I'm like, yo, if he if he says he's hurt, I'm gonna start to question whether or not his injuries are legit. I'm just saying. I know his injuries are legit, by the way. But when he started grabbing his arm, I'm like, you motherfucker. Like, come on, dude. You, you can't. After you threw that egregious pick. Tariq says, Chris, are you going to check out Rebel Moon? Possibly. Possibly. This may upset people. I'm not a big Zack Snyder fan. Now, I am a huge Charlie Hunnam fan. So for that reason, maybe I'll check out Rebel Moon. I also love movies, obviously. So maybe I'll do that. But I don't know. I'm not like eager to check out Rebel Moon right now. There's so many movies in December that have come out that I still need to see. Still got to see the Iron Claw. Still need to see Poor Things. Maybe there's a couple other. I watched Wonka early this week. Anyone but you. I want to watch Maestro on Netflix. So maybe I'll get around to Rebel Moon. But I don't know. You know? Uh, well, I guess uh, I'll put a pin in that one. And then maybe come back to it. But if I do watch it, only because of Charlie Hunnam. It will not be because of Zack Snyder. Nothing against Zack Snyder. Seems like the chillest dude in the world. I just don't really love his direction uh, for certain movies. The Trader's Playbook says, I had a $200 bet card magically get hurt. It's a part of the script. Uh, it, it happens often. Moe says, man, I love listening to you. You're so damn blunt and funny, straight to the point. Why, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, my bluntness can be very annoying, though, so I do apologize for those who do get annoyed by it. 
but just the way I am, unfortunately. Jason says, what if a crab was in a tree? And this is in reference to what? You lost me, Jason. I'm going to need some explanation. My brain's not branding right now. Paul says, every time DA smiles at a press conference, the Saints lose. Uh, keep smiling, DA. Smile through the pain, I guess. I don't know. Unless he's smiling because he knows, regardless of what happens this year, he's keeping his job. You know? It's, it's frustrating, man. It's so frustrating. Trav504 says, I'm about to catch up on the Force Power book. Hey, look, I, I actually have not heard about that. Is that, a, is that a show? If so, let me know. Because that, I mean, that sounds pretty cool. I'm really bad with TV shows. I'm great with movies, horrible with TV shows. Um, or maybe that is an actual book that you just said. I'm not sure. Either way, let me know. Zeke says, watch the holdovers today. Incredible movie, top five of the year. I love, 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 love the holdovers. I actually have it as my number one for 2023. But that's because I'm one of those type of dudes that is a sucker for movies like that. So it is my number one movie that I watched that came out this year. I kept flip-flopping with that, Spider-Verse and Oppenheimer. But I figured those three were in the running. And then I just went with Holdovers because I keep going. I really want to rewatch it. I really want to rewatch it. And I haven't yet, but I'll get to it at some point. I probably should before Christmas since it's a really is a bona fide Christmas movie. The Trader's Playbook says it's really all on Mrs. Benson at this point. I agree 100%. All on her. All on her. She's got to figure it out. She's got to make the decision. You know, and if uh, if she's not ready to do this, then fuck, we're screwed, man. We're screwed if she's not ready to move on. Trav five hundred four says power comes on stars produced by Fifty Cent. Ooh, okay. Uh, maybe I'll check that out. I, there's like a, the list of shows that I keep saying I have to check out and I don't get to, and instead I end up watching like a movie that I shouldn't watch or don't need to watch instead. Bad tendencies that I have. Mo says, do you think Gail has the balls to clean house? I mean, everyone has to go. I don't think they have the balls to clean it to clean house completely. I, I feel like Mickey would get to stay. I don't think he should stay, though, but I I, I do feel like Mickey would get to stay. But I, I think this team should clean house. I don't think they will, but I, I just don't see how they keep it. I, I just don't. How do you sell it to us, right? Another year of this shit? No, thank you. I'm good. I'm good. And we've got two more games left. We'll see what happens, guys. If the Saints lose those two, I think what happened, what's said on my, my shirt is it. They will fire Dennis Allen, but not yet, obviously. Two more weeks. We'll see what happens. Margaret says you need to start with Ghost, then Power. Okay. I'll do that. I'll search up whatever the best way is to, to watch it then. I don't want to be lost in whatever timeline uh, this seems to be under the traders playbook says is Loomis trying to prove that he was the madman madman. You just said, man, and I read madman. He is a madman for this shit. Uh, is Loomis trying to prove he was the man behind the saints success? I don't know. It does to some degree. I'm sure he's trying to show that like I could win without breeze. I could win without Sean Payton. It wasn't just them. I also played a big role and obviously Mickey did play a big role, right? You're the GM of a team that was a perennial contender, but you know, you can't recreate something without the two guys that were the building blocks of it, you know? If I have two guys that I'm friends with that are really good at Fortnite, and I win trios with them, and I'm not that good, and then I go play solos, yeah, I'm probably not going to win as often as when I play trios. And I know that's a horrible reference. I just have Fortnite on my mind right now. 
But the, the point that I'm saying is Mickey Loomis can't sit here and go, man, I got to prove it. Because if you're that, if that's your motive, you're screwed, man. But I think to some degree, they're really just trying to cling on to what they had. And they know it's probably gone. They just don't want to admit it. Trader's Playbook says, any possibility Breeze can coach? Um, I don't, I, I'm sure he could coach. I don't think he wants to. I've, I've asked him twice before, and he told me both times he has no interest. Chung says, Mickey probably uh, sweet-talking Gail right now, and Gail is falling for it just like she did falling for David Griffin. No team football has kept a GM that long. It's time for a new innovative person. The times have changed. I agree. Teams are getting younger, smarter, faster, stronger, more creative. Saints are just keeping it the way it was 20 fucking years ago. And look, man, it's nice to have continuity, but continuity, just for the sake of it, is stupidity. Continuity needs to actually, you know, have rewards of it. And I go back to what the Chargers said. I'm going to pull it up after I'm done with this live stream. I'm going to go back to that tweet. And they talked about how continuity, just sticking with it for the sake of it, isn't worth it. I hope the Saints don't fall under the same trap. But we shall see. Like I said, guys, two more weeks left. If the Saints lose those two, I do think DA does get fired. If not, who the hell knows? But either way, the message couldn't be any clearer. Fire Dennis Allen. This Saints team can't win against a team over 500. And it's just pain. Ultimate pain. But Christmas is around the corner, guys. So I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. and Have a very Merry Christmas. I will be back on here sometime next week. Won't have a Monday show because it will be Christmas Day, though. But I will have a, a preview show for the Bucks game, and we'll talk about DA and all this stuff going around this team for sure. But until then, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening on this Thursday night. You guys are the best. You guys deserve all the joy in the world. I'll talk to you soon. Make sure you guys stay tuned for more content here on the Straight Up Saints podcast, the destination for the Houdat Nation. Have a good night, everyone.